You know, it's December now, and there's so many holidays that just get eaten up by the Christian God. How dare you? How dare you? Like Zeus fighting Kronos, we're opening that mob back up and letting out some of those holidays that honestly, whoever put them in December, fuck you. So it's time we celebrate the overlooked holidays. First, World AIDS Day. Hell yeah, killing AIDS. Get rid of it. AIDS sucks. National Disability Day. Hey, disabilities, help them out, yo. People with disabilities rock. Also, International Mountain Day. God, I fucking love me a mountain. Oh, look at that mountain. Mount Everest. Good for you. Look at that hard hard fucking rock in the sky. Damn. Horde. Also, National Cookie Day. Mm Mm-mm. So good. (laughs) Also, National Cat Herders Day. Mm Mm-mm. So good. (laughs) Uh, And last but not least, National Horse Day. Nay. It's the M word. <laughs> Hello and welcome to the M word, a millennial podcast by millennials. I'm your West Coast millennial, Connor. And I am your Lone Star millennial, Kyle. We're just a millennial podcast solving millennial problems. Uh, Kyle, I don't. I, I I guess I just forgot what we say anymore, man. Well, most of the time you say "How's it going?" because that's kind of like whenever we first started the show, we thought that half of the show every time be could be us, us uh, yeah, up. talking nah. about our life because we're narcissistic fuckheads. Um, nah, we're here to solve problems. Uh, wait, no, I do. I, I do want to talk. I want to talk about myself for like a little. Oh bit, my though. god. All right. Just like a, uh, a little pause. Bit. Pause for Kyle's corner. Go ahead. Connor, I was millennial as hell this week and I loved every second of it. Can I explain why? Break it down. I went to Austin, Texas, the good city of uh, Stephen K. Austin or Stephen F. Austin, one of the letters. Stephen K., huh? Um. Yeah, the Stephen Knight Austin. That's his Ooh, full name. Good for him. He yeah. ought to be knighted. Uh, compared to Stephen, uh, fuck Austin, who's <laughs> a different guy. Stephen fucks Austin. Go oh, ahead. hell yeah. I went to Austin. I went to go to a live podcast show for my brother, my brother, and me, and the Adventure Zone because I like those shows. And I also love going to Austin because I'm only a few hours away and I love it. But I did not realize it's probably been like eight months since I've last been to Austin. Because the last time I was around there, I went to San Marcos to go tube down the river, as per we've talked about on this show previously. But I didn't go up to Austin. And Austin is, like, so overwhelmingly millennial. It's insane. Except for all the Confederate statues. That's the least millennial part of Austin. But I was walking around downtown, walking fast, Faces passed, but they're scooter bound. And I was like, what the fuck? Yeah. And that's a little song I did every time. But and I know there's lots of major cities with these scooters, right? But there's something about seeing them all with like wireless earbuds or like AirPods and like going down the street on their scooters. And everybody was like, hey, fuck bikes. I'm all about that scooter life now and paying a quarter a minute to do that. 
and I was blown away by just, it was just like a vision of the future opened up to me that was like, this is the millennial world. This is everything we made happen. And it's because mm. of us. I'm very much into that type of sharing is caring style, you know? Like, when are we going to really implement those values that they threw out whenever we were children, you know? Clean up, clean up, everybody do your share. When is the last fucking time everybody did their share? I'm real I'm real kind of confused as far as how what you're talking about and how it relates to what I was talking about. So you said uh scooters and be there sharing their scooters for the quarter of the minute and they're sharing they're they're sharing their scooters with other people. I, I mean not really. They you can only have one person on a scooter, Connor. Right, but then after they're done with it, they give it to somebody else. Well, they don't really give it to somebody else. Let me tell you, there is a culture with these scooters. And I, okay, I'm I, I'm not going to lie to you. I rented a scooter, mostly because I walked all around Austin. And then I realized I had to walk back to the parking garage so that I didn't have to pay an enormous amount for parking. And I was like, I'm going to scooter my way up there. And first of all, I haven't ridden a scooter since 2001, whenever I got a Razor scooter for Christmas. And I was unsettled when I got on there because first of all, those scooters, <laughs> they run on a magic power. And I didn't know that at first. And it took a little bit getting used to. And man, oh man. Ooh, ooh, ooh. I do love this image of you trying to push a fucking electric scooter. It was, Connor, I have, I have, you know this about me, Connor. I have strong powerful beautiful legs (laughs) kyle with those beautiful strong powerful legs did you break that motor no but it it took me a bit it did take me a bit but i felt connor i felt so fucking cool on this scooter riding over the bridge on south congress and had my ear pods in like literally everybody else around me is like living in 2018 and i'm living in you know 3018 I'm living, not really, because then we wouldn't be moving right then because the earth is destroyed. But mm-hmm. still, I'm living in that future life, and I fucking loved it. And then I got, I finished with the scooter, and it charged me six bucks for 30 minutes, and I thought, you know, I don't like this anymore. Yeah, that's, that's you know, it's for those short scoots. It is, de- and I didn't realize that, Connor. I was having too much fun. It was so fucking fun. I my, didn't know, oh, yeah. sco- I forgot all about how fun scootering is until I got on a scooter again. My brother-in-law has a boosted board, uh, and I don't think I've ever wanted to not get off a ride before, you know? Yeah. Sometimes you get on a ride and you're like, okay, I get it, but I don't think boosting around the city is gonna get old yeah i i i wonder too i thought about this right because i saw people you know with those little board things that they were like levitating on with some sort of magic because like google has a an office in austin and apple hasn't so there's a bunch of tech people in austin and it's like super liberal and so everybody's like yeah there's teslas everywhere and everybody's super eco and so they're like yeah i'm gonna ride a bike i'm gonna get a scooter i think scooters are a millennial perfection because you look at like gen x their contribution was like the Segway, right and the say they were like the Segway. this is supposed to be the epitome of human transportation and then they like it just never worked because segways are uncool like they're just so bulky and ugly and they're not easy And then Gen Z was like, hey, look at these hoverboards. They're sick as fuck. 
And then you realize nobody else can use hoverboards except for Gen Z's because they're the only ones that understand its power and how it goes. There's, and I, I think there's a certain level of power that needs to be there for all generations to get along. You know, there's a certain amount of understanding to build that perfect transportation machine. So the cool swagger and balance of the Gen Zers, uh, the strong, robust, and inevitably overpriced boost of the baby boomers, and the poor, the poor economic but also practical uh, millennial juices. I want that to cover our new transportation machine. Is that what we're talking about? Connor, that's what I'm saying. I'm telling you, the scooter is it. Like, that's it. It is what? the perfect culmination between that ugly, bulky Segway and the unwieldy, untainable hoverboard that no one can understand. It's it. Like, I, Connor, the whole reason I rented one, because I thought that looks so crazy. I'm not going to rent a fucking scooter. And then I, my legs got really tired from walking everywhere, and I had to get back in time. And then I looked down the street, and as if our Lord gave us gave me a sign, I saw a man in a business suit scootering down 6th Street. And I thought, hell yeah, man. You get it. You get to that meeting on time with your scooter. So beautiful. So that's what we need is old, young, together. To, now, was he riding with any friends? No, because you can't ride a scooter with friends. And that, I mean... We, Fuck we, the scooter. Fuck the fucking scooter. I want to ride with my boys. Well, if you do that, you just split an Uber. That's how that works. Go, get the fuck out of here. I mean, it's I not don't like want you that. can't do that with anything else. You can't do that with a, a hoverboard or, or a Segway. You can't share those. Those and are not group why, why do you think they're not as popular? Connor, transportation only needs to address single users because everyone's alone in this world and that's how we transport what if kyle and listen i know this is crazy okay let's think about this backwards what if it's because of those creations that are making it that way boy no no we come into this world alone <laughs> no one no one is around not us. me man i got a twinser well yeah yeah, and guess what? You're spending the the rest of your lives apart. Y'all are literally as far as geographically you can be in this country. I hope he comes over here. <laughs> Connor, this I isn't understand. even something we were going to talk about. We can solve transportation no. another day. And also your relationship with your twin. We can yeah. solve those on other days. Speaking of twins, there's a, a Chinese scientist who said that they did the nice, cool... Gene editing on some chillins. Uh, no corroboration as of yet, but Kyle, we've talked about this before. Well, you've because you've, you've, ta- you've talked you've talked about you've talked about this at me. You've talked I'm, about this at me. Uh, gene editing is one of the coolest, sickest things that I think we have on our horizon. And I think a bunch of boys are scared about what it means. And if if anybody should be scared, it is somebody who has done the the studies and the understandings of some of the impl- the general implications of gene editing. But dude, some and I need to know if Kyle, if you're a part of this camp, which is gene editing is bad, and we got to be very spooked out by it. I mean, 
I'm not, not any more than any other medical research. However, I do just want to kind of state my, my, my truth in this space about this Chinese scientist. I'm just going to take you through just a quick search. When I searched through Apple News about this CRISPR thing, I'm just going to take you through some of the headlines. Uh, Rogue scientist says another CRISPR pregnancy is underway. The Chinese CRISPR baby debacle takes another dark turn. Experiment on babies was disturbing and inappropriate, says co-inventor of CRISPR-Cas9. Scientist who CRISPRed babies bucked his own ethics policy. Connor, this ain't looking good for advocating the CRISPR technology. Mm. Well, see, here's the thing. I mean, luckily, it's there, so I... (sighs) You don't really need everyone to be on board with it, you know? I don't think this is one of those things where the guy who was, like, inventing the polio vaccine, like, gave it to himself and was cured, and, like, he was a rogue scientist in that moment, but then saved all... I don't think that's what this is, because he's not crispering himself, he's crispering children with lives. So, but... And, and, uh, yes, part of the, the Chinese scientists ethics or something was about only treating diseases but uh you're so underutilizing crispy's power connor i think you have to explain crispr for anybody who doesn't understand it because it is very confusing so in in its simplest form there is either a protein or some type of bio biological like genetic tool. building block uh, well, the genetic building block is our, is DNA, but the Cas9, which is made protein, up of proteins. Come on, I know yeah, shit. It can target proteins and change them uh, as minute and specific as uh, you know the the little bits of DNA. So, like, what are the letters again? I always forget. Um, you know, the, the ATC and, or not ACT, not ATC. Yeah, and, uh, you know, what, you know what I'm talking about. Mitochondria so, so, is the powerhouse. Of no, the cell. shut up. Essentially, this tool can be used to change individual gen- pieces of genetic code, like very accurately. And uh, the implications of that is that we can use that to uh, cure diseases, to cure genetic diseases. Uh, and then it also implicates that we will have the ability to uh, change other aspects of the human genome, like uh, like hair color, eye color, and um, and other things that we generally, uh, as the general consensus of how how the genes affect how we grow and change and whatnot. Um, this and this so, Chinese yeah. scientist, he uh, cl- is claiming, that's the problem right now, is he's claiming these things without allowing anybody to corroborate it or to investigate it. But he's claiming that he crispered two children who were just born to be HIV resistant so that they would not be able to catch the HIV virus. But this isn't a fucking science show, okay? Nope. But this is we're millennial. To- this is millennial as fuck. Like, of course, we're gonna be the ones to be like, "Hey, you know how we've had these genes and this DNA for literally millions of years? What if we just kind of fuck around in it and uh, kind of see what happens?" You know. See, I'm not super into how you just characterized me. Okay, <laughs> I, that that is my Connor impression. I'm really not into it. Uh, so 
what I think Kyle meant to say is that so genes change over time and like people are dying super bad. Hold on. So we're just going to say evolution is real now. Okay. All right. Okay. This isn't the E word, you know? All right, Darwin. Okay. All right. Relax, Darwin. Come on, dude. What do you call Darwin? Anyway. So what <laughs> are I want you saying? To know, who's the villain of Darwin? It's Jesus. That's who it is. Just so you know. I'm going to break you down my current screenplay. Are you ready? Yes. There's a young boy. He's born. We've reached a point. 2022. No. 2,222 years of AD after Darwin. After, okay? after Darwin. He, uh, he will be the first... Uh, human ever to have his intelligence altered by CRISPR and he becomes super intelligent as intelligent as like genes alone can get you okay and he has to take on the big corporation boss uh, and and whenever I pitch this idea to my friend he said it sounded like you guessed it ready player one and I said, I don't know what the fuck that was because this was like two years ago. And then it came out and I said, wow, I could have done that so much better. <laughs> yeah. I think when you pitched me that idea, I said it sounded like Brave New World, even though it was a different story, but the setting is the same. Uh, I, yeah. I mean, I went, I, there was a lot more cooler details about all the cool characters and all their cool uh, character traits and all their cool crispers. Because all of them were doing some cool gene editings. So you got some strong boys, some smart boys, some strong girls, some smart girls, some strong non-binaries, some smart non-binaries. Okay. Or, or as Aldous Huxley, the author of Brave New World, would say, the new caste system. Yay, ooh. classes. Con- Yay Connor, you shouldn't classes. say ooh. You shouldn't say ooh. Ooh. That's not something you want to be on the internet forever. Classes. I don't know about that. I, I do, I generally, I like the medical part of CRISPR. I, I to be fair, Brave New World is one of my favorite books. And so the idea of, of fucking around in DNA so, so much to, to handpick traits is, is, is daunting to me. I won't say scary. Why I, is it daunting? Because it is so much control that seems like, Connor, when I'm sitting here recording this show, I freak out sometimes because I think... My brain is like working so much shit and my heart is beating at a rhythm to make sure that and it's adjusting that rhythm to make sure blood gets everywhere and that blood is carrying oxygen, which my lungs are breathing in. And also while my brain is doing that, it's also telling my lungs to get more air responding to the amount that I want to talk and how much I want to talk. My body is doing so much fucking work that I have no control over because if I had any control over, I would die. I would forget to breathe or I would forget Mm. to, you know, say other words or to move or to beat my heart. Kyle. Sometimes you got to live and let go. I'm going to promote another podcast right now called Hidden Brain that I've been listening to a lot. Have you heard of this? No, I hate other podcasts. It's so good. Uh, Today they were talking about the edge of gender, I think is the name of this episode. And uh, it was about the the, juice fluid. Am I right? That's very good. About the the Google memo that came out a bit ago talking about how male brains are uh, physiologically different uh, than 
female brains and some other BS. But anyway, I mean, it's 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 not just BS. There are some interesting components to it. But what I'm getting at is that there's a lot of things that are are extra complicated and i think that we have the capacity over the course of a very long amount of time and some very careful boys and girls and non-binaries to make good decisions which is why i want to do philosophy kyle man yeah and that's and that's why nobody uh, likes nobody likes this chinese doctor is because he's not doing any of that carefully or with anybody else in the room but you know it's he's still pushing the envelope. I'm not gonna advocate for what this guy's doing, um, but there is something to to do, making making trying to make the leap scientifically. There's not. I don't know. Ooh, that's a know. dangerous precedent. But don't anyway, know. we don't have to talk. I, no, I completely about that. agree. It's it's far more complicated than that. I'm totally. not gonna try to jump into it. But Kyle. This was a topic because it was going to be a joke season about all the different cool, quirky things we want to do with our bodies, like making oh, three shit, or four that's elbows. Right. <laughs> but instead, it came into a very serious conversation about bioethics. And, you know, I'm not unhappy. It's because it is it is very fascinating. And I do think it is something that kind of it defines our generation, because I think there's so many things that are out of our control and that so there's lots of advances in being able to control things. Um, I do want to say one other cool science thing that I was reading because since we're on this science game, maybe Connor, this is our science show. Look at this. Look at this show in our fun sciences. Bill, 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 Connor, Kyle, the science show. I mean, Connor, if you were going to do something, if you had taken two seconds, if you'd taken two seconds and thought about it, you would have said, Mill, 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 Millennial Science Show, Millennial Science Show. Avocados, 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 avocados. You know what I mean? (laughs) That's fun science. Oh, bother. Um, Say your science shit. All right. This is exciting because I fucking love space. There's so much of it. I can't get enough. Did you know? So NASA today picked nine space companies to compete for a $2.6 billion contract to develop technologies to reach and explore the moon. Now, there are two things I want to talk about this. One, it is uh, it's a program called commercial lunar payload services that's the program and it's designed to get people back to the moon in preparation for trips to mars they stipulated that in these bids from these companies that they had they could only be considered if they were could agree to deliver a first mission by the end of 2021 which is literally like three four years three years from here it's three years from here which is that's we could be on the moon in three years again connor like, is that not crazy? I imagine it was crazy. I just, it's, Kyle, it's really hard for me to see past 2020. Well, I, Actually, it's really I, I, hard for me to see past, like, 2018. If Mueller drops the bomb in the middle of Christmas time, it's going to be upsetting. Or if he drops it on the way to the moon. And it's like, Mueller, what are you doing here? Get Mueller, off the moon. no! He dropped it. He dropped the investigation. Um, can I tell you the some of the some of the companies? This is the other thing I want to talk about. These are the companies they picked to the final nine. No, they don't include SpaceX or Blue Origin because I guess they didn't like them as much. Um, although they received interest, so they got some standard like Lockheed Martin, like those kind of engineers. But one of the companies is called Moon Express. 
And I'm so glad they are a finalist because I really feel like it would have been the end of them if they hadn't made it, you know, if they hadn't, and if they're not picked, it might be the end of them because if you, you're really kind of shooting for the moon there in all regards, if naming your company moon express and being like, we are it guys, we're the name we've got, we've got the goods. NASA. Uh, You might as well have named your company. We want to win the bid from NASA to go to the moon LCC. Yeah, exactly. It's like if the Democrats in 2020 nominate their presidential candidate and that presidential candidate's name is just called not Trump. It's just like, I mean, I guess you're just kind of <laughs> saying what you're doing there, huh? Like, I guess that's kind of what you're going with. But I guess that's kind of your your thing, huh? That's kind of your thing. Um, Connor, Which, you know, let's I'd vote for him. <laughs> let's talk about a listener problem. Oh, okay. I'm going to do it. Um, you can send us your problem at, uh, at m slash submit. We got a, this wonderful problem. I mean, it's not wonderful because it's a problem, but it's going to be wonderful after we solve it. This person writes in, my mother has started to communicate with me in emojis. What do I do and how do I deal with this? Now, this comes from Stacy. And her mom is how she put it. And <laughs> Stacy, that's very, very good. I'm very proud of you. Um, matter of fact, you could be oh, a dude. Bother. You could be a 30 year old dude, and you'd been like Stacy. I'm putting Stacy. That's good. So, listen. Okay, here we go. We're gonna start from uh, start from scratch. We didn't we didn't get too many details about what what Stacy's mom is trying to do. Yeah. Uh, what she's trying to communicate because boy oh boy, adults. You know, I mean, in a lot of ways, they're like old kids, you know? <laughs> adults are sometimes just like old kids, kind of like how kids are just young adults, you know? Mm, truth. Hashtag truthcast. We want to look at your parent as they're going through this lovely learning stage in their adulthood, you know? They're trying to communicate with you in the only way they know how with emojis. My... <laughs> Alexandra's mom has Memoji and she loves to use it. That's a beautiful and thing. It's quite literally my favorite thing that she does. Well, and um, this is and something I, I feel like I need to use it way more. And this is something we've had to deal with, right? Because we look back, you know, in, in the 2000s as, as cell phone technology is coming at the end of that. And, and in the early 2010s, you know, a, adults, our parents, they started transitioning into learning that shorthand speak, right? They're LOLing all the time. They're LMAOing all the time. And so we knew this day was coming. We should have been, Stacy, you should have been prepared is what I'm saying. Like, this is, I mean, eventually there's going to be flying cars. Like, you should have anticipated this. This is going to happen. So if we take children and how they learn words, we can somehow translate this into how you're going to teach your mom. Uh, now, rule number one is don't do it condescendingly. She, I'm sure she's not into that. Right. Probably. Unless she is super into <laughs> Unless it. she's like sending you like a bunch of eggplants and peaches. And then you're just like, okay, hold on, mom. You need to know like what you're <laughs> doing here because this could end bad. Um, you're, you're being ignorant right now of the internet. Mm-hmm. Right. So so let's take it a step back. Uh, now that she's wanting to use it, what you need to do 
is explain your emojis as you send them. While yes, in the long term, it's going to be a lot more time. But if your mom is going to become fluent in emoji, she's got to start somewhere and she's got to learn from the best. Which is you. Which is you. I, I'm just going to say, my my mom, I mean, my parents, they use emojis occasionally, but what my mom and dad are hooked on are bitmojis, which is a thing that was purely invented for the parents of millennials. Because I'm pretty sure millennials used bitmoji for like 12 seconds. Oh, hey, I meant bitmoji. That's what Alexandra mom uses. Well, that's a different thing. And now this is awkward. Because you said Memoji, and that's a different thing. And I thought, it man, Alexandra's mom is cool and hip. No, no, it's 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 Bitmoji. And I'm now sorry. You, you've made me say a thing. How dare you? You've done sorry. this. Well, this it's a mom thing. Bitmoji was made for moms. It was made for moms of millennials. That's what its its mission statement is. And moms of millennials, M O M for short. Exactly, just because they love that. Um, <laughs> And, and emojis were very much ours. And we started doing that by making them sexual, right? You got the sexy eggplant penis. You got the sexy peach butt. You've got- The sexy pretzel. The, se- the sexy pretzel. Is that the vagina? Just, I'm asking for a friend. I'll cut this out of the show. Is that a vagina? Uh, No, it's whenever you cross your legs with the other person and then they cross their legs with you and like you Kama Sutra style put as much of you inside of as much of them as you possibly can. Okay. You're oh, supposed right. to stop me before I continue okay. on, but you got no. letting me go. I needed I needed to finish. <laughs> <laughs> Just tell me how much salt is involved. No. Um yeah, so you also and also uh cut. Um and this is the pre- and also the pretzel. Yeah, obviously we know all about all about that pretzel now. Huh. Um, what are some other fun emojis? I mean, there's uh, you got laughing, crying eyes, right? Like that, I use that one all the time. That's my go-to emoji. My go-to emoji. Yeah, it's very popular amongst amongst you, you millennials. But I, uh, it dep- I don't know. I don't use emojis like too crazy much. It's because you're an old man. Oh my god. I also do strong arm a lot. Like literally, like. Just a big, you know, oh, strong, you know. So I I think you're right, Connor. I think there's a lot of walking through. There should be, you need to walk them through. Hey, do you know what this emoji means? What are what are some problematic emojis other than the ones we've already said that, that they should avoid? That's what I'm thinking right now because that's the thing they need to know. Like the mm. classic meme of the mom telling, being told in a text message, hey, so-and-so's aunt just died. And she says, oh, LOL, because she thought it meant lots of love. We have to prevent that kind of scenario where they're not laughing at dead people. Yeah, so let's let's speak of, here's what I'm thinking. Uh, let's have your mom utilize the newest of the emojis and we can make those her own, you know? The new, you know what I mean? Well, there's new emojis all the time. Some, I know, but I, there's like some very good popular ones. So like cowboy face. Okay. Um, why don't we make that mean something a little bit more? You know, I'm riding a cowboy. So you can only send that one if you are riding riding a cowboy. <laughs> right? Yeah, it's very good. Um, so uh, just like if you're doing like cowgirl, then like that's it. That's hey, this is what I'm doing tonight. That's gonna be awkward. Okay, one some more emojis you gotta watch out for. Uh, if you get the purple face, that's horny. So watch out for that one. Don't send like smiley purple uh, devil face because that's horny. Also, the red uh, maple leaf, that's weed. 
Um, so that's the weed one. You got to watch out for that unless your mom is a dealer, in which case you your know- mom is cool. <laughs> You know how they talk about how, like, it'd be really funny to, like, teach your kid one thing that is incorrect their entire lives, but it's, like, small and it doesn't mean anything? Yeah. Can you- Like, Santa's real? Can you- Yes. Oh, God. Exactly that. Can you please teach your mom emojis wrong? Yeah, like, the the poop one is really smiling ice cream. Can you just teach- Be like, oh, yeah, no, the smiley phase, I only use that when I'm pissed off. Or if it's just like uh, the green pukey face is just like green with envy. So that like that's jealous, you know? Right. I don't know. I don't. We didn't ask about the intelligence of your mother. We didn't. You know? how, hey, Stacy, how dumb is your mom, even though hey, she's Stacey. got it going on? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> that's why she's sending all them eggplants and peaches and pretzels. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So on the Mac, uh, Oh, that's funny. You can put your mouse over the emoji and it'll give you a little bit of a descriptor. And the one that I have, which is like the surfer dude, thumb out, pinky out. Um, it is, uh, it says it's the call me hand sign. And I don't think that that's call not me. what I use. Yeah, that. call me, on, hit me call on my mobile. Me. Totes, yeah, give me a call. I love talking on the phone because I'm the a young name, person. I'm just like all the young people. Connor, can, can you mouse over the um, the praying hands and see if it's actually praying hands? No, I was about to say the praying hands is hands pressed together. <laughs> Which is, I mean, there's a few different descriptions, I think, that would qualify as in hands pressed together. You know, like whenever you're praying or also if you're making a panini. That could be one. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, these are my yeah, panini not, hands. Kyle, stop trying to be all religious. Some people don't pray. I know. Some, and people who don't pray are making a panini, and that's what we're oh, not talking about. Fault. Some of these are good, Kyle. Some of these Some are of the very names. good. I do know. I I remember back in the day when Siri was new, and you would ask Siri, "Hey, read my text message," and she would just. Des- she might still do this. I don't know. Um, but she would describe the emoji if somebody had sent you an emoji, and it was really confusing at first. Um, but because a lot of times it was just back ass words. Um, I also like whenever people. This is a Texan thing, so it doesn't really apply in Texas. We have a very notable flag, and we like our flag. But in the flags emoji section, it's only countries. But there is a flag for, I can't remember the country, but it is, I want to, it's like a Caribbean flag or something. And it's very close to the Texan flag and people use it all the time. But it's also like not the Texan flag at all. And so it's. What are you talking about? There's a flag. Hold on. Now I got to find it. Go to, the, can you mouse over it and see what country it is? Here, I, I mean, that's tell. what I'm trying to find. Um, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to text it to you. That's what I'm going to do. I'm going to find it. I'm going to text it to you. Damn, this is good audio. Fuck yeah. Look at our show. Hell yeah. Oh, God. Look at me going through this emojis. And the more I talk, the less I can cut out. Shit. Oh, I should talk. I should stop. Damn, why don't fuck. I stop? Can't stop. Oh, fuck. Won't why? stop ever. Why can't I stop it? Please don't stop the music. Oh, no. Please stop. Fuck, I can't find this flag. Um, I'm going to send you one. I think pretty sure that's Puerto Rico, but I don't think that's the one people normally send. It's a different one, but that one kind of looks like it, but not at all. Um, it's also the Swiss flag. We need to talk about the Swiss. We got to have a day on flags because the Swiss flag is fucked up. It's a square, unlike any other flag. Um, and so its dimensions are all messed up. Um, damn, can't find this flag now, huh? Look at this. The flag is gone, huh? Did we kill that country or something? Is that country still there? I- Shit. Oh, fuck. Kyle fucking Turner. 
I want to know what this guy. This is actually just for so me now. Kyle is showing early onset dementia and can't find a flag that he told me that he can find. So we're just going to move on. Hey, there's a United um, Nations flag. <laughs> oh, really? And a pirate flag. What the hell? And a white flag. You can surrender. How come the flag of <gasps> Liberia looks so I found so it, Connor. Similar? Oh, my God. Tell me what it is. What is it? Is it chili? Uh, my guess is chili. I don't know why I just thought of chili, but I think it's chili. Hold on. Also, it's pretty early on in the list, and I'm pretty sure this list of flags and the emojis is like sorted by the alphabet. So it's pretty early on. So that's, I think, is probably why I'm thinking chili. See, okay. Uh, oh, there it is. Um, Flag of chili. Good <gasps> job. I'm so smart. Hey, what's wow. the other one? What's the first Good one I sent you? you? Is it Puerto Rico? Uh, Where was that one out in the list? Uh, I don't have to find it. I think it was pretty far down. It's probably Puerto Rico. I'm pretty sure it's Puerto Rico. And you can find these flags that we're talking about in the show notes. Just I don't want it's you to Puerto feel Rico. left out. Two out of two. Hell yeah. Look at my geography. I had uh, my freshman uh, year geography teacher. He, his name was Mr. Banks, and he was an old African-American gentleman who I loved. But he always called me cow. Cow. And that's why I know so much geography is because he called me a cow. Oh, I mean, Kyle. he was just saying my name, but it always sounded like cow. I'm so sorry. No, I loved Mr. Banks, and I I love him and his wife Mary Poppins, because that's a joke. Um, I think that solves emojis, right? So like, your mom is, is Stacy's mom. She's got it going on, so she you know she's got them eggplants and them pretzel emojis, and just walk her away from anything that is going to be awkward. But also. Like, you could just let it happen and laugh along the way. Because that's also a whole reason of having parents and making technology they don't quite understand, right? Like, am I right? I got to be honest, you're, I didn't understand what you just said. Well, you know, um, just, uh, I guess just say no. No! Fuck you, Connor. I, I, no. How dare you disagree with me? Wait, you told me to say it. You bastard asshole. How dare Aww. you? Uh, I think that's it, Connor. I think that's the end of this show. This Thank is, you. It's a new way I'm thinking of ending the show where we just admit that it's over. All of you. We solved some problems. Welcome to the end of the podcast where we solved some problems. Kyle probably made fun of Connor. He probably cried, but he'll make up for it tonight. Well, if if you want to hear Connor make fun of Kyle, you can listen to our Patreon episode where we na- give we name dwarves for ourselves. We name ourselves one of the seven dwarfs. We talk about dwarves and we make some jokes that probably mean it's offensive. Connor, you don't sing at any other point of the show except for whenever you know there's going to be background music. And <laughs> why is that? And it's not background music you can hear, so you have no way of tuning yourself to it at all. Nope. Nope. Nope, nope, nope. Uh, we want to thank Cindia Martinez for our cover art. We want to thank Grant O'Brien for our intro and outro music, Ballad of a Dusty Boy, and Millennial Juice Fluid. Not respectively. The opposite. The other way around. <laughs> the other way around. We got some exciting holiday December plans. Oh, also, we, we are going to do a, a We're doing a monthly participation trophy now, which is where you have to interact with us some way. You can do that by leaving us a review on iTunes. You can do that by sending us a tweet or tweeting about us. You can do that by submitting a problem at mwordpod.com slash submit. And we will give you a participation trophy towards the end of the month and maybe, just maybe, send you something special. And that's vague enough to be anything. Thank you all so much for listening. And as we always say... 
Mama, why did you crisper me so much? I'm I'm so crispy. I'm a KFC tortilla. <laughs> why did you crisper me so much, Mama? <laughs> Mama, Mama, why did you crisper me? I'll see you next week. Mama, what? Bye. Bye. Bye.